Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. I'm Brittany. And I'm Heather. Welcome to OKS Moms, the podcast. A place to be more than just mom. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another OKS Mom moment mini-sode. These episodes happen once a month, and they are your stories of your okayest motherhood. <laughs> Let the people know what an okayest mom moment is. So an okayest mom moment is kind of, it can be a lot of things. It can be that moment where, you know, you're stuck with your kid just thinking, what the fuck? How did I end up here? <laughs> or it could also be a time where you made a different choice that was better for your family than what you were, quote, supposed to do. So I think there's a lot of, if you were to look at the societal picture of a mother, it's very cookie cutter, very rigid box that we are supposed to be in. And I think we all know by now that that is not applicable to real life. And I think we all make these choices along the way where it's like, that's great. That's the image I'm going to present to the world. But this is what we're actually going to do. And I think our whole goal with this is to kind of peel back that image and show like what we're really doing, because we're all doing these things. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We are. Do you have an okay mom moment to share? <sighs> I do. I. <laughs> these these kids. <laughs> all right. I like these kids. <laughs> <laughs> so we've been doing allowance with our kids for mm, maybe a year now. I'm not sure because we realized our kids really had no understanding of money and no value of it. And it's a hard thing because you don't want to make your kids super conscious of financial problems or like, like those are adult problems, right? Or like issues, not even necessarily problems, just like adult conversation. And you don't want to make them super hyper aware of it, but you also want them to like have a good foundational knowledge of money and that like things cost money and that we work for that money. And it's not, you know, there isn't just like an endless supply. So we, my kids, we got this new restaurant in town called Raising Cane's. It's like a fast food chicken place. And it's, we went one time cause like everybody was talking about it and it's not great. Like, I, I think it's like a cult thing like people love it or they hate it and it's it's not great like if you were really hungover it'd be fine and so we went the one time they really had no interest in going back and it's like greasy fast food like stuff we don't try to eat a lot of and about a week after we had gone nolan was dying to go because all he eats is chicken fingers and french fries and so like mom we got to go to the new chicken place mom i want to (laughs) go and i was like i you know we didn't really like it it was kind of expensive like i don't we're, that's just not what we're doing. And if you follow us on Instagram, you know, we've been slowly, slowly re-landscaping our front yard and we had been working on it one afternoon and we had to go to Home Depot for like one little thing before we could go on to the next part of the project. So we're like, fine. 
we're going to run to Home Depot. We'll be there around that area anyway. So we'll get him some raising canes, but the, both kids, and then we can, they can eat in the driveway with us while we finish up the project for the night. And so we got him there. And like, it's like seven bucks for a happy meal of like two tiny chicken fingers and like a bucket of sugary lemonade and some French fries. And they, I mean, they begged for this, like, oh, it's so good. We love it. We love it. It's going to be so good. Can we please, please? So we're busy working. The kids are sitting in the driveway, blabbing away. It appears that they're eating, whatever. So we're, we finish up, we're packing everything up. I tell the kids like, throw away your stuff, you know, clean up. AJ goes to throw something in the garbage and he sees right on top, two big fat chicken fingers, not a bite taken out of them right on top of the trash. <laughs> and then he sees a box closed up like on like the bag like it wasn't like touching other garbage i feel like i have to be very clear about that for this next part of the story no you don't (laughs) so he opens it and sure enough two fully intact pieces of chicken not even not a french fry to be seen not a drop of lemonade in the bucket child-sized bucket that they got like just no not a bite of chicken and normally i'm not one to like you have to finish everything but like First of all, it's a fucking chicken finger. When have you never finished a chicken finger? And two, they begged for it. Like, I'm telling you, like, wore me down for like a week. So AJ takes it out of the trash Ooh. and he shows me and we're, I, and I like flipped. <laughs> I was like, I can't believe you guys. We wasted money on that. I told you it wasn't good. Why did you eat like the whole thing? And so... <laughs> I can't decide if this is like a moment of psychosis or like just like my most brilliant move ever. I made them each pay me $7. (laughs) And then I took the chicken again in a package, in another package in the trash. And I gave them each a piece of that chicken for lunch the next day. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. And that's on not messing with me, kids. Were they being sneaky about it or were they just like, I'm done and threw it? <sighs> I mean, no, they were being sneaky because Nolan did come over to us and like, Mom, I'm finished. I ate my food. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> and so, yeah. So it's like, he is really good about selling himself out. And so when we <laughs> heard that, I mean, we were like in the middle of doing, I can't remember what we were doing, but. It was like, yeah, yeah, whatever, kid, like, go away. <laughs> We're good. Like, fine, cool, cool. We'll catch up in a minute. And so, it was, and, but I remember thinking, like, in the back of my head when he came up, and I was like, yeah, that seems weird, but, like, I'm not in a place to investigate that right now. So. <sighs> <laughs> oh, man. Ugh, food stuff is so hard. Because, yeah, every but time I'm, we go out to eat, it's like it, the plate is never finished, and I'm always mm-hmm. like, ooh. It's frustrating. Yeah. And I feel like our, I mean, I know everybody can relate to this. Like our food budget has spiked lately. And so I'm, I am more conscious of the things that aren't being eaten and finished. And again, like I want to make my kids aware that like prices are increasing and we need to be more careful about how we're spending and not wasting what we are spending the money on. And like, I want them to be aware of that, but I also don't want them to be, like, overburdened with that either, so. Yeah, it's hard. It's a hard balance. Right. But also, but then you're begging of... for it for a week. Exactly. <laughs> well, and 
Like, literally all he eats anymore is chicken and french fries. So, like, if you're not even going to eat that, then I'm just not buying you anything. (laughs) Have fun living on goldfish, kid. (laughs) Oh, gosh. You know, I was racking my brain, and the only thing that I could come up with is, so at the time of recording this, it is first day back to school after spring break, and all I could think about was just what a shit show our spring break was. I... (laughs) It was basically like, you know how that movie Yes Day? It was basically just a yes week. Like, you want to DoorDash Taco Bell for for lunch? Yes. Do you want to stay on your screen all morning? Yes. Like, I just didn't have it in me to do any type of parenting, which is so terrible. I had a moment of, like, clarity yesterday on the last day of spring break, and I was like, oh shit, I gotta get my shit together. And I was like, okay, everybody outside, everybody needs some exercise. We need like trying to cram it all into one day, but you know, it's not, it it wasn't my best parenting week. Well, it did rain a couple days over the break. That's the greatest excuse to not do shit. (laughs) I don't know. Anytime the kids are home now, it's just such a, like a trigger for me. It's like, yes. oh, are they ever gonna? They're, they're. Are they gonna be here forever now? Are they gonna? Like, I, really I used up all of my ideas to entertain them, and like, I, I have nothing left. I have I nothing know. left. Well, one day I did get like a new thing of chalk, and I was like, okay, we're going outside. We're gonna draw on the driveway, and that I was standing out there like, why are we? I don't want to do this. Like, <laughs> everything was just so. Everything was a challenge. I, I don't know if it was just leading up to it. We just all needed a break or I don't know. But no, I think there's something to that trigger, trigger though. PTSD from uh, being at home for ever. And it's the endless snacking and it's the dishes always needing to be done because they're always home and there's always toys and there's always there's so much noise and it's just oh yeah that's the other thing the fighting and the big like you they my kids just can't be around each other what are we gonna do this summer (laughs) i that's another episode for another therapy session let's not think about it (laughs) well now is the time where we dive into your stories um, our first story is from Dr. Bethany. She was a guest on episode 101, How to Talk to Your Kids About War. And here is hers. You know, when I read that, um, my best friend's in from out of town. And I was like, God, I don't think I do anything that's non-traditional. Or, And she was just like, stared at me. <laughs> really? Really? Um, cussing, obviously, is probably one of the first. So my wife was really afraid that our kids' first word was going to be fucked. They were, it was not, <laughs> neither. And I think they you know, they're seven and eight, the kids. Um, I will cuss once in a while. And I think this is a non-traditional thing because, oh my, there've been so many studies that if you cuss, you're more honest. If you cuss, you're often more intelligent. If you cuss, you trust yourself. You're more trusting. Like all of those things are true about me. I'm not, I don't think I'm smarter than anybody, but I'm super honest. Okay. To a fault because that's how I am. So and I also hate the hypocrisy that I grew up with, with religion and good girls and social culture does this or that. 
oh my God, no. So in my book, there are no bad words. There are words that you use at certain times and certain places. Only probably within the past month and a half, I've just been talking how I normally talk. Here's the other thing. I've never talked to my kids like they were not humans in the sense that like, oh, a little pain. Oh, you just, you don't know me. I'm going to get your little toe. No, I never did that. I'd be like, oh my God, look at those toes. Woo, you got some big toes, girl. <laughs> I've always just talked to them like I talk to my friends, like I'm talking to you now. And when I'm genuinely talking to somebody, I cuss. So it's gonna fucking slip out with my kids. So I guess the non-traditional thing is I will say shit. I'll say damn. The other day, I think yesterday, my friend's like, you just said to Oliver, are you smoking crack? Like he did something <laughs> really crazy, right? And I was like, oh, are you? Yeah. And I was like, oh, I did say that. Oh, okay. Um, and then I thought, well, is that bad? Because traditional mothers, right? A traditional, somebody heard that. I'm sure some of your listeners are going, oh, I doubt any of our listeners are. (laughs) Okay, good, good. But but we all know the women who will or the parents who would hear that. And and I thought, you know what though? If he asked me, well, what do you mean by that? I would say, well, people who crack is a drug. It's a street drug. It's derived. I would then. That's what I do. I get scientific. Because who's going to teach them this? Mm -hmm. You have a vagina and a penis. You don't have a wee wee and a tinky links or whatever people call it, right? (laughs) God, you, you know, wash your tits, your pits and your naughty bits. Let's go. Like every you have, I just keep it real. We're all real relatable. So I do cuss once in a while with my kids. So that's probably not a typical thing that moms do. Maybe it sounds like I'm, I found my people. So you're, you're in company. company. You're like, yeah, bitch, we do it too. Um, it's all about context, right? Like yes. I don't care if they say it. The other thing we've talked about context and sometimes other places have different rules. So yes, that's exactly. cool is a little different, but yeah, yeah, I mean, they're just words. It's funny because I worked in the English department for college and a little bit after, and some of the the people who cussed the most were linguists. They had PhDs in language (laughs) and they had the biggest potty mouths. So I love it. Yes. Good, good. Then you're supporting my thesis, my theory. I'm going to call my vagina, my tinky links from now on. Do you remember when the JJ was really big? Oh my God. Yeah. So bad. I do still say vag. Well, at least that's like an abbreviation of the actual word. That's not. (laughs) (sighs) I love Dr. Bethany. She's hilarious and makes me feel better about how I talk in front of my kids. (laughs) I mean, my kids have definitely heard a swear word or a billion. One or two. All right, next up. This next one comes from Christine. She says, my father-in-law is remarried. One day he and his wife were visiting. My very curious daughter bluntly asked, why did my, gran- <laughs> why did my grandpa marry you if he already married my grandma? We're all pretty speechless and I had no idea how to begin explaining our family dynamics to a five-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Out of the mouths scary. of babes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't even know where I would begin with that one. Honestly, I feel like that's for new grandma to take on. Explain yourself. (laughs) Our next one is from Addie, who is on our episode 102, all about imperfect sustainability. 
Okay. Hmm. Let me think. So I thrift all of my kids' clothes, um, and I have from the beginning. And he's outgrowing things at a faster pace than he normally does right now. <laughs> so he's running around in like thigh shorts and tiny shirts right now. So I'm just, and I don't feel like thrifting. <laughs> like, it's almost like summer. Hey. I know. And It'll like, be cooler. His, you're right. <laughs> and he's always hot. So, you know what? That works perfectly. He's always complaining about being hot. So a little shorter won't hurt him. <laughs> but yeah, like I do not feel like going to the shop, period. And he's just going to have to run around. They fit in the waist. His legs are just long. He's going to oh, that's the thing. Shorts. And shorter shorts for dudes are in right now. Back in, yes. I've oh. actually found some for my husband and he actually wants them. So oh, yay. See? We're in good style. Look. <laughs> I love it. I love how you spin it. <laughs> All in the marketing. Yes. Well, well and awesome. you know what? In my experience, you can't win anyway, because even if you were to go buy better fitting clothes, they're still going to find those ones out of the donation bin and put those back on. So Always it doesn't matter. The ones that he's had the longest that are the smallest. And I'm just like, whatever, dude. Have uh-huh. it your way. <laughs> you know what? If they put it on themselves and they're happy with it, that's yeah. all that matters. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so I have to not think about how like he looks like a little string, you know, the string bean saying like a little string bean and little tiny clothes. He's good. <laughs> I think that's adorable. <laughs> I can relate to this. My kids are growing so much right now. And also one of them is so skinny. Things will fit him in the waist and they'll be too short. It'll be like, a- why don't they sell pants for kids? for everyone like they sell them for men like measure the waist measure the length why are we still playing this game in 2022 and those little elastic belts inside with the buttons. those are dumb yeah and they always I rip cinch- it's ugh. or they're hanging out of their pants because you've had to cinch them so tight like this is dumb why do we do this but also can we like make a pact to not judge what your children look like in like october and april like when you're going from like transitioning from like hot to cold and cold to hot because you're probably working with whatever you have on hand from last season and it's probably not gonna fit and you know just just roll with it it's fine yeah no I can I mean anytime I see any kid in high waters I'm like oh (laughs) been there (laughs) (laughs) all right so if you follow us on Instagram we had a little contest Kind of that um if you submitted your okay small moments you had the chance to win a 50 dollars target gift card and the winner of that story is next um there's no name on this one but we do have an email address that i'm not going to say obviously but we're here, protecting the innocent on we're this protecting the innocent right <laughs> and she does give a warning poop at the beginning <laughs> She says, my oldest potty trained around two and a half when I was about seven months pregnant with her brother. I had zero intention of even trying to train overnight, figured if she could get daytime down, would do pull-ups overnight and call it good, at least until we were settled with the new baby. Side note, smart. (laughs) She had other plans though. A couple weeks after getting daytime down, she refused pull-ups at bedtime. We realized we couldn't remember when she last woke up wet, so we rolled with it. Not trying to brag, but I was shocked that it went totally fine. No accidents. Skip ahead to now eight plus months pregnant. I wake up overnight at like 3 a.m. to hear whimpering outside my bedroom door. 
Thinking she's probably in the hall, I call out to her to come in, but she doesn't. So I get up and look for her. Find her sitting on the toilet. Sounds good, right? She tells me she pooped. Okay, but there's no sign of poop. A tiny trace on her leg, but nothing in the toilet. Then I realize her underwear is MIA. Where are your undies? In the hamper. Again, missing poop aside, sounds good, right? (laughs) Underwear is indeed in the hamper and has just the slightest smear. Smear. I go looking for the poop. Bed is clean. Her carpet is clean. Backtrack and find it on the hall floor. Hardwood, okay. No big deal in the scheme of things. Could have been so much worse. Clean that up. Clean her up. Then I realize my iPad is on the bathroom counter. It was most definitely positively on my nightstand when I went to bed. I'm a thousand percent sure. When the heck did she... When the heck did she come into our room without waking either of us and take my iPad? Before pooping? After pooping? How long had she been up? We'll never know. She couldn't unlock it then, so no clue what she thought she'd do. (laughs) I mentioned I was super pregnant and it was like 3 a.m., right? Anyway, a freaking valiant effort by a two and a half year old to deal with an overnight poop and turned out pretty well given the possibilities. But (laughs) OMG. Kids are so sneaky. Oh my gosh. I, what was she doing with the iPad? Does she want to poop and watch a show? Because that's what my seven-year-old does. <laughs> we, listen, we had a very solid, I can only poop if I have the iPad phase. <laughs> There's, it's, it's a, I'll spare some details, but it's a learned skill to sit long enough to let your body relax to do your business and sometimes only way to do that is by distracting. Well, I mean, I'm on my phone when I'm going. Right. Of course. So I get it. <laughs> but, you know, you, you, we do what we have to do. Okay. You do what you got to do. I'm just impressed her two and a half year old knew how to poop on the hardwood. That's, that's a skill you can't teach. No. Well, do you think that was just by chance? Could have been, but you know. She did it though. In my opinion, animals and children, they just have this like penchant to just do it on the carpet or they don't. So, oh. yep, exactly. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, thank you for your story. Congrats on your Target shopping spree. <laughs> Go buy some toilet paper. <laughs> yep, we will get that sent. If you have an okay as mom moment that you would like to share and have read on the podcast, you can submit it online at okayismoms.com slash OMM, or you can call and leave a voicemail. You can call 916-778-0545, and you could be a part of a future OKS Mom Moment episode. Thanks for listening. If you like what you just heard, and we hope you do, you can find more of us online at www.okistmoms.com. We're also on all social media platforms, Pinterest, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, at okistmomsblog. Or if you want to, you can send us an email at hey at okistmoms.com. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.